Hey, how are we doing? Welcome to the show. Um, I wondered if you could just do me a couple of favours. They'll only take a second. Number one, if you could click that little plus button, that little follow button to subscribe to the podcast if you enjoy the show, that would mean the world. Thank you so much. And lastly, if you do enjoy the show and you know somebody else that might enjoy it, could you just share it with them? Let one person know about the podcast and let's spread the movement, right? And lastly, if you get time and you get two minutes, just go down to the reviews and let us know what the show means to you and what you get out of it. I appreciate it. Thanks, lads. Enjoy the show. So, all right, guys. Hope you're all good. Had a good start to the uh, to the year. Um, so just a couple of things before we go into our focus tonight. So we are obviously coming towards the end of January. So one of the things that you all need to be considering is um, um, your how you are doing with what you said you were going to achieve in the first 28 days of the year. So remember, we did all of our wants and then we kind of put together our 28 day plan and what we we're going to achieve in, in, in January. Now, you guys are going to have to start thinking about where your time, your energy and your focus, three key things are going in February. So what that means is that this week you really need to be making sure that you're planning ahead in terms of what's happening, okay, for next month. Like, where's it all going? Because if you're not planning that, you're going to end up in this like cycle of being lost and you're going to end up falling off the wagon, right? And when we fall off the wagon, um, we don't show up and, and we're not really producing the goods that we want to produce and we're not performing the way we want to perform and then we're not building the mentality like the way that we want to build it, right? We're just lost. You're going back to square one. Um, so you really got to make sure, um, really got to make sure that your time, your energy, your focus is all absolutely bang on it, okay? All absolutely bang on it um, and making sure that you're clinical with it. So one of the things that I would say is that make sure you schedule some time um, about when you're going to sit down and find an environment or some time where you can make sure that you focus on where that time and energy uh, is going. So um, one of the things that I would say is that for those on Elite 28 Day, don't stress too much about this. Um, because obviously you guys are going through a particular sort of cycle in yours, but this is really very much focused at those on the Elite 90, those are uh, our members. Um, and what we're going to do is on Sunday or Saturday at the weekend, we're going to put a post up for you guys to be able to post those accountability charts. So where your time, um, uh, where your energy is going, where everything else is going, because I'm not sure why the, it is silent. I apologize. Um, can everyone hear me all right? Yeah. Yeah. Put your clothes on, Wayne. It's fucking gopping. We're all eating dinner. Last thing we want to fucking see is your honking body and face. And have to shave your honking hair off as well. All right. Um, cool. So bear that in mind. All right. I, I really want you guys to have that up and that running before we start next week. So I, be I believe... Let me just make sure I've actually got my dates right. Um, one, two, three, four. So if you were starting on the 2nd, right? If you were starting on the 2nd of January, um, at the end of this week, that's the first four weeks of the year done, right? That's, mad. that's absolutely mad how quickly that has gone. Uh, and it will be really interesting for you to be able to sit down and go, did I achieve what I was going to do? Having that self-review about realizing did you achieve everything are you on track to achieve everything it's quite eye-opening eye it has been for me to be fair and and uh the, 
the year has just started really fast, like fast, 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 fast. Um, and maybe, uh, you know, if I put my hands up and I review my own self, maybe um, it went faster than I expected with everything that I said it was going to achieve, right? So that's something I have to take into consideration. Cool. All right. So let's move on to the points that I just kind of wanted to go through today. And these are covered some of the things that I've been thinking about um for me and for other people and i kind of wanted to share some of my input and thought process into this so one of the first ones is sucking it up all right um so I, i've kind of got a couple of points here that i kind of want to break uh, break into so unless you're in this box here which i really hope nobody is in and then this box is a life-threatening changing circumstance i.e you are in a place where you've been told that you've only got a certain amount of time to live or somebody close to you has. If you're not in that position, stop your fucking moaning. <laughs> it's basically what I want to say, because um, you are in a, you are a, a, in a position, uh, a privileged position that you have opportunity in front of you. All right. Um, and I, I want to go through these four key points that really have been resonating with me on my morning routine. Um, and uh, we're going to talk about a bit about pity in a minute and that self-pity and how we can get out of it. But let me just let me just talk about sucking it up. Okay? So one of the things that I really want you to think about as we go into the second month of the year is taking control of your emotions, taking control of your emotions. It's easier said than done, right? Everyone's sitting there going, well, yeah, it's easier said than done. Things happen. Things trigger us. But like anything, we get really good at it, right? Like anything that we practice. So if you like snooker and you practice every single day, you get really fucking good at snooker. You get really good at it. Same with darts, same with golf, same with anything you put an, a certain particular amount of time, energy and focus into. And every single day, every single one of you, me included, everyone on this planet, no one is exempt from this. <clears throat> we are going to come across hardship. Some of it uncontrollable hardship, some of it controllable hardship. So sometimes we create our own hardship through our own emotions. Sometimes we can't do anything about the hardship so that it's externally. But whatever happens, we're going to find it. And I want you to, every time you look at this, and this is something I really work on with the guys that I work on a one-on-one um, on -on -one basis, on a smaller group basis, is that you have to look at everything that's happening in and around you, whether it's in your control or not, as a test. So everything that suddenly happens, you have to be, the first thing we have to do is that little flick inside of your head has to flick on and switch on and go, don't spaz out, don't stress out, don't say something that you don't mean, don't make a decision that you can't follow through on, don't make an impulsive reaction that's going to cause more friction and make the situation worse. And this is like, playing darts or snooker or golf, something you get better, better, better at with practice, right? So when you're practicing this, when you are in those situations and you're aware of it, you naturally build up that process inside of your brain. The same process that you go through when you get that swing going with golf, when you strike the cue ball, when you throw that dart, you become more aware about what you're doing and the small micro things you need to do to improve. And that's the same with your emotions, right? You get, uh, there, is an, there is a action, then there is a trigger, then there is a reaction. And what we're trying to do is almost delay that fuse um, 
Just let these guys in. We're trying to delay that fuse from action trigger to reaction so that there is enough time for us to settle down and control the emotions, all right? Because if you ever see a fight break out, right? Fights are really, that's a really classic example of somebody lashing out. So something happens, there's an action, there's a trigger, bang, straight in the face, right? Man, that could cost somebody 12 years if you knock them out or, or, or whatever. That's, that's an extreme example. Whereas if that action happened, that trigger happened, and you can walk away from that fight, you can walk away from that, again, that's a real art. That's a real skill. And that's something that we, we, we master. So I want you, when you're thinking about sucking it up, what I'm talking about is be aware of your emotions. Take a few big, deep breaths. Take a, take a minute to be able to control whatever is about to come out of your mouth, whatever is about to happen with you physically and emotionally. And I want you to practice that. I want you to become experts in mastering your own emotions. There is nothing wrong with you doing that. But it starts with that awareness, right? And the more you practice this, like tomorrow, I want you to do it. If you're in the car, someone cuts you up and you normally turn around like I do and threaten to fucking kill him, you, you like, no, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. And you, you, you talk to yourself like I've been doing. I've been practicing this this month. I've been trying to practice mastering my emotions. I'm being pushed to the absolute limits with four kids. Right. Right to the very brink. Sometimes I'm not doing it. Sometimes the stress bubble is there, it overflows and you, you and you explode. Um, but it's it, it's a really good test. Um Taking the knee, I haven't talked about this for a long time, and this might be a new phrase for some people. Some people have been with me a while will understand what I mean by taking the knee. So this is a military phase, right? Whenever we was on patrol in Afghanistan, whenever we felt our spidey senses were up, like we were going to get attacked or whatever, we just needed to get, grab our bearings. Whenever we just needed a second, we would always take a knee and just assess the situation. So one of the things that I always want you to think in your head when it comes to managing those emotions is just take that knee just figure out what's going on here one thing that i have got really really good at doing because i've moved back home to work is that if it's getting too much it's literally it's like a half a mile walk around my block by the time i've walked around that block and come back i've been able to put some perspective on the situation so if i've got wound up if someone's pissed me off if i just am bogged down if like phones not constantly going whatever is whatever stress there is around me is getting out of that environment and being able to do that now if you're in an office you can still do that you can literally just go out get yourself a, a drink literally take a walk around the block come back and you can feel completely different about that situation you can take the edge off it does that make sense so sucking it up is about man let's just take a second here to figure out what we're doing Okay, the next, next step is regaining control of your environment. So the environment that you're in. So whether it's at work, whether it's family, whether it's personal, whether it's friends, it's kind of when we lose our shit, when we lose control, um, we tend to lose control of that environment. And when we lose control of that environment, we can be in a really dangerous place. And that's why I often talk about walking away from that environment and to come back into it. Guys, it literally takes 10 seconds for you just to be able to overcome that impulse. I was listening to um, David Goggins today on a on a podcast and uh, he was talking about the one. I think it was the one second decision. It's that one second decision where in that one second, you decide if you're going to quit or continue in that one second. You're going to decide whether you're going to lose your shit or whether you're going to stay calm. And 
it was like it's so true because when we are faced with a fight or flight scenario if we end up going into that flight mode that's when we start going into that real like mega dangerous zone where everything becomes um, um uh, starts to, uh, to unwind we start to throw our toys out of the pram we start to lose control of everything around us. And it's about regaining the room, regaining the control, regaining your composure. And again, like anything, it's practice. And then the last one here is I think for all of you, we've got to accept hardship. Like there is no perfect life here, right? There, there isn't that for nobody. Accept hardship through whether it's the kids driving you mad, whether it's work taking on too much work, whether it's um, relationship issues, whether it's your own mind issues, there's hardship everywhere. And I think when we accept that and we stop trying to fight um, the perfect mentality with the perfect world like scenario, we can then realize we don't have to beat ourselves up so much. So what I see a lot of guys writing about now, oh, not the best week for me. I kind of like did this and that. And you, straight away go straight to the negative bang straight to negative oh not such a good week for me but like actually you know you're still breathing you're still work you're still living you're still here you're still working on yourself would you even have recognized whether it was a bad week if you weren't working on yourself this is what we talk about with so many people is that level of awareness to win you've got to be in a process if, if you're not in a process you won't win why so many people who come to us, do programs, leave and, and go straight back to day one and where they were, it's because they're out that process because they're not, they're not ready. And they suddenly go from here and then they go all the way back because actually there's no process to fail in. There's no process to build experience. There's no process to learn. There's no process to grow. Like we've got to be in this bubble here to, to, to experience failure, to experience uh, hardship, to experience accountability, to experience support. And that's what creates the man. It's like, it's like a little mountain range. We're on it, we're not, we're on it, we're not. Okay, and it's keeping that momentum and keeping that pushing. Does that make sense to everybody? Yeah, so when we're talking about sucking it up, in summary, we're talking about controlling, taking control of your emotions, using it as a test. We're learning about taking a knee. We're learning about regaining control of your environment and accepting hardship and, and just kind of being aware of it. You know, as well as all of the other stuff, that we're doing within the brotherhood, um, we should all be looking at um, like a, um, what I always kind of think is a sub um, outcome. So something that you wanna work on this week in particular, okay? So mine uh, last week was managing my phone, was like not getting caught up um, scrolling through social media. That was my like one thing and I did it. And it was like doing all the other stuff, but it's that discipline is staying consistent with the habits and like, don't get like when I post my stuff up, don't get caught up with the scrolling side of it. Like turn it off and put it away. And it worked really nicely. It worked really nicely and I can see the difference and that's part of that weekly review, right? Constant review. Okay, so number two is um, building pride. All right, building pride. You might've seen my written post today where I wrote, what's the antidote to self-pity? Okay. Um, Self-pity is an emotion that I think everybody goes through when they don't feel they are where they ought to be or where they are, feel like they're entitled to be. Um, and I think self-pity is um, it, kind of like our default mode 
when things are not going the right way. We feel sorry for ourselves, right? So I've written a couple of things here. And I think building pride builds self-recognition of what you're doing. Self-pity is the emotion when we're not showing up or we don't feel like we're getting the results that we feel we deserve. Self-pride uh, self is um, actually recognizing those wins, recognizing what we're achieving. The biggest problem here is the deficit in terms of recognizing what the win is. So I've put the first thing here. What's the recognition of a win? And this is where we can fall into perfect mentality or obsession. Sometimes people feel like if you're a business owner, I have to, I have to win that £10,000 contract for it to be a win and be proud of myself. I have to make sure that one of my kids wins an award at school to actually feel proud that I'm a father, right? And we get caught in big, big win syndrome. And I think for a lot of people, and I wrote this today, wins could be something simpler as getting through a stormy day. If there's like, if it's been a really bad day and you get to the end of the day and you're like, I mean, I've made it through. Like I've got there. Like proud of yourself, pat yourself on the back. Self-recognition, okay, about that small win. It could be a fact that actually um, you showed love and was caring to your daughter, that you taught your son a little bit about mental health and what you're going through. A small win could be something as stupid as getting your trainers on and going for a 10-minute walk in the morning. It could be like anything. It could be anything. And being really proud of just being here and showing up, you should be proud that you're here. Like right now in this group, like being proud about being a part of a community that's thriving and growing. These are all things that are the byproduct of you showing up, right? These are all of the things that um, are happening in your lives. Now, could you be proud of yourself if you weren't showing up? Could you be proud of yourself for missing that gym session yet again? Could you be proud of yourself for having another drink on the couch every single night of the week? Could you be proud of yourself for playing on your phone, playing on a game, getting a new high school while your wife sits next to you on the sofa thinking, mm, I wonder if this is actually going to last. Do you know what I mean? So it's really put yourself into context. Like you're here, you're showing up, you're performing. Even if you're not at the level that you want to be yet, that's the whole journey, right? It's, it's trying to achieve the impossible. It's always trying to achieve the thing that's just out of our reach, that pushes us, that, that helps us grow, that pulls us along because that that's what we're here for every single one of you are here to build that mentality that growth mentality to raise that higher standard to get further along in in your career in your business in your relationships and when we start feeling proud about that journey we stop feeling sorry for ourselves okay so I want you all to think a little bit more about how proud you are. And, and, and you could do this as part of your morning routine, as part of your evening routine. You think, fucking, what am I proud of? Um, so I put here, what are your wins? So we've spoken about that. And, and, and action leads to equal, action equals pride. Action equals pride. You know, like I say, you don't have to run a marathon to feel proud of yourself. Like I know some of you in here have gone through a really tough journey. Like, uh, I know a lot of you in here have faced trauma. I know a lot of you in here have faced divorce. I know a lot of you in here have faced um, a lack of direction, but you're still here. You're still in the fight. Like, when you're in the fight, that's what you should be really proud of, okay? And the last thing that I want to talk about is, is when we feel proud of ourselves, it requires an awful lot of 
consistent effort. Okay, it requires a lot of consistent effort. Like we can't suddenly feel proud about ourselves if we're not putting the work. If we're not putting the work in, it's more than likely we're not able to to feel that 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 pride that we have for ourselves. So it takes getting up in the fucking morning when you don't want to. It takes getting those trainers on when you don't want to. You know, I, I, I'll be open. I was like really proud of myself that I did my half marathon this morning because I literally have loathed running again since coming back from being ill. Four weeks out. All of last week, I'm quite happy to be open and honest. I was looking for excuses not to run that 100 miles. Like, how can I get out of this? Because I just lost all momentum. I lost all passion to do it. And I was running numb, as I would call it, completely unenjoyable, completely unenjoyable. And today I just, it was the first run that I felt a little bit better and hopefully it's going to start getting better. Otherwise it's going to be a long four or five months, but it's, it's requiring that effort, going above and beyond, doing it when you don't feel like doing it. And that's what sets all of you guys apart from all of those guys that are out there that are just chewing the fat and just fucking sitting on the fence. That's what separates you. And when you look at your mates and when you look at your peers and when you look at other people around you, more than likely you are starting to recognize that in other people, those excuses. You're starting to recognize their low standards. You're starting to recognize what they're not achieving. You're, like, it feels great when you talk a good game. Yeah, I'm going to fucking smash that marathon or I'm going to smash that 100 miler or I'm going to smash this 28 days. Feels good. You're getting endorphins from that. But the, the difference between you and, and anyone else is that you show up and do what you said you're going to do that is the standard like doing what you said you were going to do that's only your standard it's the only standard to me and then you suddenly go right fuck it. i feel proud that i did what i said i was going to do you can't feel proud about yourself if you're not doing what you said you were going to do that's when you have to take that look in the mirror right and that leads us on to the last one confronting the beast right confronting the beast now the beast if you like, is known as the chimp, is known as like whatever you want to call it. And I think being honest with yourself about where you are right now comes down to having an honest conversation with yourself, like in front of the mirror. And, and I don't mean actually verbally talking to yourself, but just kind of looking in the mirror and, and being truly honest with yourself, looking yourself dead in the eye. And if you're full of shit, being honest about that, you're full of shit, right? Because the beast or the chimp wants you, he wants you to fail. He wants an easy life. He wants to take the easy road. He wants to make the easy options. He doesn't want to be dragged through the hardship of raising his game. He doesn't want to get up at quarter past fucking four in the morning, okay, whether it's raining or not. He doesn't want to run the half marathons. He doesn't want to sit down and fucking plan out his time and energy. He just wants, to, he just wants you to chill out and just see what happens and take it as it comes. He doesn't want you to be consistent. He doesn't want you to have control. He doesn't want you to have clarity and he doesn't want you to be committed. Now, if you follow that mentality, that beast mentality, that chimp mentality, then you're in the shit. You're going back to where you were before you joined this program. And you always have to have that alternative space that you end up in. You have to, and you have to remember it. I'm quite happy to go back and remember it, sitting on the edge of the bed, drinking every single night, happy to take pills to end everything. That's the most extreme form, but it certainly means that I'm not connecting with the people that I love. It certainly means I'm not showing up for you guys. It means that I'm not showing up for the kids. I'm not showing up for me. It means I'm a bag of shit. And it's a very painful life 
it's short-term gratification, right? And for a lot of you, you have to understand that you are practicing long-term gratification. Just because I go for a half marathon run today doesn't mean I'm the final product. Nothing's really going to change other than just showing up. It's all part of the bigger picture. It's all of the 1% wins that lead to the bigger outcome. And there is this delayed gratification that you have to maybe wait two months, maybe three months, maybe six fucking months, maybe a year before you really feel like a different man. That's where patience is everything. But because it takes time to rewire this, this guy here, he's like, I don't want to wait. I want it now. I want it right now. I want, and it doesn't come right now. Because whether you have been with us two weeks or whether you've been with us two to four years, okay, it, it, it takes time. You cannot suddenly click your fingers and be that person that you desire to be. And when you reach that person that you think you want to be, there's then another standard. And then when you get to that guy, there's another standard. It never ends, ever. But there's always the standard that we're reaching for. There's always the milestone that we want to reach and it takes time. And you have to be patient over and over and over again. Okay, And, and that's how you should manage yourself. And every time you show up, Every time you think about not doing a micro morning accountability, that's you taking 1% direction in the wrong direction. Every time you don't do your plans, you're going 1% in the wrong direction. Every time you don't do your personal accountability post, you're going 1% in the wrong direction. And it's only setting you up to fail. You're setting yourself up to fail, to be that guy. And you don't want to be that guy on the other side because it's a fucking dark place. It's not a nice place. It's like going from a nice house to a shitty shelter and fucking having to live in that. And it's not worth the temptation. It's not worth the temptation going, I'm just gonna take this easy route here. It's just, I'm telling you guys, honestly, I've been doing this a long time. I see the byproduct of people that don't show up, that are on it and then let it go. 1% today, we're not asking miracles of you just to keep pushing you, okay, over and over again. Um, right, so, um, I'm just going to open up here just for a bit of Q&A if you need any, if there's anything that anybody needs uh, in particular. So um, just stick your hand up on the Zoom call. Let me know if there's anything that you want to meet, uh, anything you want to bring up. No, absolutely nobody. Sure. Okay, that must be a first. <laughs> cool. All right. Dates are up. So, like, if you're not coming, if you haven't put yourself down to go to Bexhill, you need to get it done definitely by tomorrow. Okay, because we're booking the uh, the the guys who are going to be running the uh, evolution in the afternoon at Bexhill. It's going to be a really great day. It's going to be a really great day. I reckon it's going to be one of the best ones that we've done. Um, it does. Again, it takes a bit of fucking effort, guys. A bit of travel to come down, right? It does. That's just the way it is. Um, but it's well worth it. Make a weekend of it, come down, have a few drinks, socialize, see the guys, do something for yourself. Like I always say, right? Life is so fucking short. You could be in this red, red box. I put this in a red box, right? Because life-threatening change in circumstances could be one day away. I could go to the doctor, something happening, and that's fucking me, like, six months to live. And I didn't take the opportunity to have experiences. It's an experience, right, for everybody. That's why we're here. We're here to have experiences. So that's what we wanted to do for you guys. Um, and then 
the focus workshops that are up um, for um, for next to next month. Stick them in your diary. Make sure that they're all there. Again, if you need anything in terms of your development, you want to ask a question, uh, then just drop me a message. I, I know I, I can see Wayne's hands up. I'm just going to ignore it because I don't want to fucking speak to him. Um, <laughs> good in, Wayne. Yo. Can you hear me? Yeah. Go for it, mate. Yeah. No, I just, um, I just want to say thank you. Like a lot of what you're saying tonight obviously makes a lot of sense to me. Um, I also thought I'd just jump on and be the first guy because once the first guy speaks, so there's usually a few after, isn't there? But um, no, just like a big takeaway. I think I saw it on your post earlier today. But yeah, that. Uh, that I wrote, I just wrote it in my brain dump, then in my journal, that that relationship between pride and pity, like I'd never, even this last year that I've struggled, that penny never ever dropped, that relationship between pride and pity. And that is very surprising that I didn't realise that. And also like that they have that relationship. They are the polar opposites, aren't they? 100%. Yeah. Is, is the accountant, I, I, the problem is that when you're, when you are in that petty state and like, you know, we, we work, you, you work in the elite squad anyway, so we work quite closely together. You were so in deep with that pity and you couldn't sit like, it, it, it was like you were caved in. So you didn't really see that until like you kindly pointed out in the comments, I told you to get the grip and, and then we worked on getting that grip. But it's not until you realise that you you have to accept that you're in a pity as well in a, in a in a in a in the mentality of self pity. Like sometimes we don't realise it, and then suddenly we're like, "Oh fucking hell!" Well, no, but that's like that comment. I hope you didn't say that the wrong way. No, like, of course you didn't. Um, that was like coming down to Bexhill. Like, yeah, there's a big point. Like you literally stared me in the eyes across the room and said, "You need to get a fucking grip." You haven't got time. And the look on your face when you said that is kind of the slap in the face that I needed. Uh, it was. It was just, this is serious. It's true, right? For all of yeah. you, none of you yeah. have got time. You can't fucking waste time in a pity, pity mentality. You don't have time. And it is that, it is that like, every second spent there, you know, for every, for every second spent there, it takes an hour to get that second back sort of thing. It, like you were just saying, it's just not worth going there, is it? And everything yeah. you've said tonight has just resonated massively. Yeah. I'll give you another example of this, guys. We spoke to Dimitri come down as well, and he was in a pity. If, if you're in a fucking state of self-pity, you are slowly committing suicide. <laughs> you Like, do you know what I mean? You, you are slowly but surely committing suicide. When you put yourself in that state of mind, you are slowly and utterly wasting away and missing your potential. There's, there's no two ways about it. And, it. and it's quite an extreme way of thinking, but I wonder if you got to the very day, last day of your life and the universe turned around and said to you, you wasted exactly six years, five months, four days and three hours feeling self-pity where you could have achieved this. And all you've got to do, and I always say if you're in a state of self-pity, is look at what you've achieved so far. Look at what you've achieved so far. Look at where you've come from. Look at where you are. Look at the relationships you've either managed to lose because you needed to 
or gained. Look at how you strong you handle stress. Look at how you feel like you um, evolved in terms of the way that you communicate, the way that you understand people, the more aware that you are, even if it's just at the micro level. Because you're all at different chapters here, right? You're all at different chapters, every single one of you. So you should be fucking proud of yourself, no matter what chapter you're at. Um, cool. All right. So I think John's gone off on a call. Uh, go for it. Go for it, Mark. I'm just really just following on from that. So sometimes what I've done is um, you just need to, like we brain dump all the things that we've got to do. Sometimes it's worth brain dumping all the things you have done and where you've been and just have a list even if you've got a bucket list of things you've ticked off but like just where you've been what you've done what you've achieved you know not just over the this last year but over what you've got to be grateful for over your whole bloody life and that's that can kind of sometimes a year goes so quickly and just you think actually i've done nothing this year and until you look back on your photos and and every year I try and create either a montage of photos or, or, or a little video that just reminds you of just moments that you've had. Just yeah. because, And that pulls you out. Sometimes that pulls you out and kind of go, nice bit of shit. But actually, when you look back and go, it's not that bad. I have had a good year. Um, and it's a good thing. So thank you for the session today. Yeah, nice one. Anytime. So I'll just share what I'm doing, guys. So this year in my office, um, I think I'm probably going to put it across this wall. I'm going to do a picture a month. And I'm going to take a picture of my biggest win, wherever it is, each month, so that I've got 12 pictures and it just represents my biggest wins for each, um, the thing I'm most proud of each um, each month. And it might, to you guys, it might mean nothing. like, But to me, it's it's a case of something I drastically overcame, something I managed to like really pull it. So, so far, like I would say that run today was huge for me, like massive, 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 because... I was massively over to, over, I, I, like, I was sitting in my morning routine. Guys, I'm not even joking. I was like, how do I get out of this? How do I get out of this? And I was putting my trainers on going, I don't want to do this. I was walking out the door going, I don't want to do this. And I just, and you just flow into it. So it's little things like that, that can remind you, like you get to fucking April and you're like, man, look at all those wins. Let's keep it going. Let's keep it going. It's huge. It is huge. Nice, nice. Right, guys, um, I apologise. I have to shoot because I can hear my wife is stressing with the kids because they're not going to sleep. So um, thank you so much for being here. Um, I'll get this recording up tomorrow um, and we'll also make it a podcast so you can listen back as well because I think some good stuff in there for you to kind of listen back to. My door's always open. Don't forget Monday to Friday. Like if you need something, you need a little bit of guidance, no matter how small, that's what we're here for. All right, guys. Take care.